Hello and welcome back to the Bober Academy, Academy Football Podcast, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen on to dominate on the gridiron. I am your host, Chris Bober, eight years in the, in the NFL, four years for the Giants, four years for the Chiefs, started games at every position on the O-line. And we are now today continuing our series of Building Alignment 2.0. And again, we're joined by Dr. Nolan Clausen of Midwest Movement Elkhorn, um, and we are, are getting towards the season. Um, but just before we get started, a quick reminder, if you are watching this on YouTube, click the little button down there, subscribe to our channel so we can share our message, and of course, the notification bell. Um, if you're watching us on social media, like, comment, share, retweet. And if you are listening to this podcast, click the subscribe button so you get notified when we drop new episodes. So Dr. Nolan is back here with us. Thanks for joining us today. Um, Okay. So we are getting really close to this season and we're kind of fine tuning our approach to this um, starting up really soon. And today our focus, you know, we moved up the body from the, you know, the feet to the knees, to the hips, to the core shoulders. And today we're going to talk about our weapons, you know, for offensive linemen, our weapons are our hands, right? Whether it's, elbows and hands and that extremity that comes from your shoulder it's something that you know we we, we want to have big guns and, and do stuff like that but you know they're kind of a i don't know if you call it a weak link but you know the farther your everything gets away from your body the weaker it gets so so tell me about functionality in, in the game of football especially for offensive linemen we strike a lot with our hands you know tell us about how they how they work and, and some of the things that we can do with those yeah, and uh, it's kind of like we've always talked about, uh, like building from the ground up, right? And uh, the way we talk about wrists and elbows and hands and things like that is we talk about them being the end of the whip, right? And your whip is really only as effective as your handle is. So your shoulders, we got to take care of the shoulders, we got to take care of the neck, we got to take care of the core. Um, when you do those things and you do them right, uh, a lot of times we, we, we don't really have a lot of elbow or wrist problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people do come into our office a lot uh, with a wrist or an elbow complaint, we are always working on that shoulder, making mm-hmm. sure that shoulder is strong so that we can get rid of your pain, but we got to make sure that pain stays away by working on the function of the shoulder. Now, what... It comes down to a lot of times uh, with elbow or wrist injuries or thumb, finger injuries, is basically just getting out of position, right? Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot in football, right? Uh, we're move-ins, we get outside forces, they push us into different um, uh, positions that may cause injuries, right? So we've talked about this before, but when we're in the weight room, we want to make sure that we train like we're going to be playing on the football field. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, like specifically with the wrist is we want to make sure like our joints are stacked above each other. Right. So when it comes to the wrist, we don't want to get overextended and we don't want to be flexed. So like when we are gripping like a barbell or a dumbbell, you don't want to let your wrist go like this when you're doing bench. You want to keep that as much stacked as possible, right? You can even see, like, when I go like this, like, that muscle is not as active. Mm-hmm. When I go right here, you can see it just pops and it's stronger, right? Um, so the the ability to keep our wrist in a neutral position. So when we're striking, like, working on using the pads of our, our uh 
of our hands really so that our wrist can stay in that neutral position. Yeah, um, and when I, when I talk about striking, when I teach striking, um, and I got this from other NFL um, linemen gurus out there, specifically a guy named Scott Peters, who I played with in New York. He is, has a company called Tip of the Spear, and they, they train like high-level offensive linemen, guys like NFL guys. He's actually a coach in the NFL for the Browns. Um, we talk. He calls it a pillar punch, and the way it looks is when you strike, you're striking with that force, and it, it's a whole mechanism, I think, right? At the strike point, you want to have your thumbs up and your and your – you're, you're trying to get that pillar all the way through. So you're striking here and taking the wrist out of play as much as possible. Because I think right. that's one of the weakest joint, one of the weakest joints you have. And you're striking with this so much. So yeah. you're striking with your thumbs up, palms up, and you're striking like this. And that force comes from this pad of your hand all the way from your elbow through your shoulder. And, of course, attached to your core and everything. But not only is it where you strike, but it's, it's the positioning of your elbow and the way I describe it to guys is if you put your hand out or out here, you're, 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 you got more leverage, right? You got more chance for injury, but if you tighten that down and the way I call it, I say, rub your ribs. You know, I was talking yep. about ribs and how much I love ribs, rub yeah. your ribs with your elbow. When you strike like this, it's straight line force rather than introducing any sort of weakness or instability out like that. And it, tell me about like between the wrist, the elbow and the shoulder, like the functionality of that. And like physiologically, how does that 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 it, why is that so much better uh so basically our body is made of alternating uh stable and mobile joints right so like our wrists are really mobile mm -hmm. our elbow is a stable joint it only really moves in one direction like it mm -hmm. doesn't you don't bend it side to side right um and so like you're saying like that pillar right if we want to make sure we don't have like elbow injuries and the function of it is we have to keep it close to our body and making sure that it is only doing its sole purpose, bending and straightening. Yeah. Like, you know, and so if we take care of that, like the wrist gets in a better position. Um, uh, so like a, a lot of people uh, when they come into our office and they do have elbow injuries and things like that, it's usually one, they're out of position. Mm. Two, uh, they sit for way too long. Um, um, even like athletes, like sitting in school all day long, and they never even let their elbows get to that full extension. So we're just like getting them to move into that full direction. So like what I see um, in the weight room is when guys are benching they never lock out their elbows right mm -hmm. how like it's important to lock out our elbows like especially um in football like if we can lock it out lock them out yeah. they can't even reach you um uh as like the defensive lineman right so and it also just creates a a lot more strength when we get to that lockout we create strength in that elbow it's really hard to move like you can't bend it side to side and then it just creates that whole chain of just strength in that arm. So, you know, another question I have is, um, what is, is your opinion? Like, I'm a bit, I'm a big fan of like taping wrists. Um, you know, I know elbow. You know, you talk about like, for example, <coughs> ankles. If you tape your ankles too much, they get weak. But I, I feel like you you want to have strong wrists, but they're taking so much impact. Yeah. I feel like the bracing and taping of your wrist is something that's, especially for linemen, is really important. 
I this is the one area that I think like taping is actually really beneficial. Like mm -hmm. we've talked about the ankle. We don't want to tape that much um, because it gets weaker. Um, the more or the least what we have an advantage of is our wrists aren't really weight bearing. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're using them as weapons. We're not walking on them. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I agree. I think we should be taping our wrists um, as linemen. I believe it just gets them like just a little bit more solid um, and kind of use them as clubs basically um, so that we can take out that wrist play. But when we're in the weight room let's avoid wrist straps let's avoid wrist taping like all those things so that we can have strong wrists but then when we're on the game or on the field playing let's tape those wrists up um and, or like if you're maxing out on a, a bench press and things like that you can wrist strap but otherwise uh Try to avoid taping or wrist straps in the weight room, but on the field, absolutely be taping your wrist. So, well, okay, as I, I agree with you, as, as a lineman, man, there's nothing worse than when your wrist you, yeah. you feel like your 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 weapon is taken away and you become timid, and then all of a sudden it, it leads to other things. Um, now, and one of the things that we've talked so much about throughout um, us doing this both last year and this year is to put your you know, like your joints, for example, in positions where they can be out of position, but get back to, back to a position of strength. Um, how, how do you recommend doing that? Because, you know, ideally you play, you got a guy right in front of you and you, you give a pillar punch and you stay tight, but there's going to be situations where you're going to have to reach and you're going to be in a compromised situation. Um, so what are the, th some of the things that we can do to, again, try not to do that, but to prepare for that in the inevitability that we do get, kind of get out of position when we're competing. Uh, so I think in the training room, again, um, we're using kettlebells, we're using dumbbells, um, you know, so we have like when we're doing a dumbbell bench press, we have that little bit of wavering, right? Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. if like when we're in a bar, we're locked in position, right? The bar yeah. doesn't move. It doesn't we get a little bit of wavering this way. But when we're using a dumbbell or a kettlebell and we're doing a, a bench press or a, an incline press, like we get out here and it's it's a little shaky, yeah. right? And that shakiness is uh, those muscles teaching you to guide back into the groove of what those joints are. So like the more that you have ability to do those in the weight room, uh, the better that we do uh, like when we're on the field and we get out of position and be able to home it back into position right yeah so, so, that, so that's a principle just like of using like the dumbbells and kettlebells and, and like instead of bars and machines that are like in line that don't force you to have that stability you right. want to create that, that little bit of uh instability so you have to adapt to it and then hopefully that'll translate out yeah. of, out of the field and and we're getting so close to the season right now uh, like we're talking about training and a lot of people are going i've we're too close to the season. We're not talking about training. Um, there's still a lot of benefit of in-season training. Like, oh, it, yes. you know, it's lighter weight, um, maybe not just as aggressive and things like that. But I believe in-season training should be a lot of those instabilities, mm -hmm. of like using a dumbbell, uh, single leg things. Like, those are all going to be uh, really, really good ways to train. But it's also rehab. Um, 
like when you come into our office, uh, a lot of our rehab looks like weightlifting. Um, and I, I believe that the more we uh, get into those instabilities and the more that we train and do those things, the, um, the better off we're going to be. Um, now, I, I did forget one thing. Uh, we talk a lot uh, about the wrist and the elbow, but like when we're um, doing like push-ups and uh, planks and things and we're on our hands, Mm-hmm. Um, we always want to make sure that we have an active hand, right? So, uh, like, if we're uh, doing a push-up, a lot of people will just, like, kind of default to resting all their weight on that outside edge of their hand. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is make sure that basically all parts, like a big circle, is evenly weight distributed. Mm-hmm. And then what I always talk about is, like, pretend you had a tack on the ground. You want to kind of, like move your palm away from that tack. And that's what we call an active hand, an active hand while we're um, doing push-ups or planks or bear crawls or things like that. Um, and that will just strengthen our wrists and hands and basically up the chain too. Well, okay. And, and then last thing is, what are some simple things that like linemen can do? You know, we talked about the wrist and, and things like that and the, and the elbow and those kind of comments, like a straight line thing for the exercises we're doing. But what about like hand strength, like offensive linemen, like we want to hold, right? And hold them yeah. within the frame, hold them legally. Uh, but what are, what are some things guys can do to like, you know, kind of, you know, you talked right there, the active hand when you're doing exercise. Um, I think maybe the grip on the dumbbells when you're doing um, yeah. different exercises is something that's really big. And again, that's just more functional than, you know, you know, than putting it on a bar and just pushing it. Um, what is, you know, as we get into the preseason now and the season, you recommend you know, trying to stay away from the bars, go more dumbbells and kettlebells. What are some other things linemen can do to strengthen their grip? Uh, so being in alignment or in high school sports, we have to sit in class all day, mm-hmm. grab your pens. And this is, seems kind of silly. So you're going to hold your pen in just the upper tips of your fingers and you're going to roll that pen. Right. Yeah. Kind of a little difficult. You probably have some broken fingers and things that make it hard, right? Yeah. But uh, basically, people think about their grip as just coming from their ability to just like close their hand and their their thumb. Uh, But there's a lot of grip strength that we get from the very tips of our fingers. And when we do this, we exercise those abilities. So like, this is a simple one. You can just sit here in class and just when you're supposed to be paying attention, um, just roll that pen back and just keep going back and forth. Um, and that will strengthen the, the tips of your fingers, which are, good, are very, very important when we're uh, blocking and uh, not holding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is, that, is, is that something you think? Like, I, I remember all the times of, of playing football, like, you know, my joints like go like go like this. Yeah, because of all the dislocated fingers and stuff. But I feel like when I did that, I was getting some blood flow to those joints, and that will probably help. Yeah, you know, that, that's just something that as football players, linemen especially, you're going to deal with those those jams and those yeah, it gets bad dislocations and, and kind of do it. I remember I just got to the point where I couldn't do much with my hands, but doing a simple exercise as that pen roll will be something that maybe kind of loosens them up a little bit and yeah, and just stuff like that. So that's a pretty simple one to do, right? And then it's it's almost an inevitable, like if you play football or basketball, like you're going to get jammed fingers, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get swollen. You're not going to be able to bend them. Like 
the best thing that you can do is like when you get like a jam knuckle or something like be aggressive and push that blood out of there mm. as and just do it it hurts trust me it hurts yeah. very very bad but the more you can get that blood flow out the more you can open up that range of motion and then as soon as you get a jam like it hurts like all get out like to bend that finger keep keep moving it you got to keep moving it or else you'll start to lose some of that range of motion uh my dad was an offensive lineman in college and you should see some of his knuckles he's lost <laughs> complete like range of motion yeah um, in some of those fingers and that can be avoided if you keep them moving right away um, after that injury so it's kind of that same principle um the old school principle is to stabilize put ice on and all this stuff but it's yeah. the same it's the same thing it's like get get it moving get blood flow in there and get it healing so that that you can get it back, back to functionality soon yeah um, you might have to tape it up when you and buddy tape it when you go out there and practice but when you're not yep. actually competing and stuff try to get it moving and try to get that blood in there right yep as much as you can nice 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 well i tell you what Nolan, dr nolan that, that's some really good information especially as guys go into you know we start football camp next week um the rest of nebraska starting the week after i know college is starting nfl's in camp um but we're gonna um we're gonna wrap it up here a lot of great information here on, on using your weapons again kind of one of those finishing touches as we get into the season um so thanks so much for information uh, i really appreciate it for those of you who are listening be sure to subscribe to our channel if you're watching on youtube of course click that bell like comment share retweet all the things we do out there on social media and of course if you want more information or have any injury as we get into the season dr nolan is a movement specialist so um, he's one of those guys that can get you back on the field in a relatively short amount of time he has a tremendous understanding of how the body functions and getting it to to get back to to strength and get out there and compete the worst thing that happens is not being available and then you lose your spot and Coaches yep. aren't happy with or anything like that. But um, again, Dr. Nolan, thank you so much. MidwestMovementElkhorn.com uh, is, is the website. He's out there by Rick's Meets in Elkhorn. And, of course, he he, he gets to loves to get to see athletes as the season start up. He's going to yep. get busy again, and he can help Last you out. Last week so, without football. It is. It is. It is. So uh, we're looking forward to that. But thanks again, Dr. Nolan. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get you one more here very soon about our neck, which is, a you know, we'll, you'll get camp neck here soon. So we'll oh, come yeah. out during camp and talk about camp neck and some of the things you can do and um, kind of finishes off. And then, of course, we'll get into the season. We'll talk um, some more specifics. So Dr. Nolan of Midwest Movement Elkhorn, thanks so much. Have a great day. And for all you out there listening and watching, listen to his stuff and go check him out if you need any help.